It's Wednesday. It's hump day. <laughs> Why did you look at me so weirdly on that? I don't know. It's I, just, hump you know day. I felt it, I felt inspired. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's four o'clock and it's time for Matt and Lara to drive you home. How are you, Lara? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. That's it's um, Leo season, so. Yeah, I saw it on your Instagram the other day. Lara, yeah. Lara G. Marshall. Yeah, I love Leo um, memes. So you're obviously into your astrology then? Well, yeah, just for Leo though. <laughs> just for Leo. But do you so you, do you fully believe it or do you? I I don't fully believe it, but yeah. um, I believe elements. in that I'm definitely a Leo. Okay. Fiery. You do seem a little bit Leo-ish. Yeah. Um, you know, it likes to be centre of attention. <laughs> yes. Just well, I, I get that vibe. I get that vibe. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, to, to some degree, it's one of those things where someone goes, "Oh yeah," and then as soon as you hear it, it kind of makes a bit yeah. more sense. But what um, star sign are you? Well, you, can you can you get my vibe just from knowing me? Uh, would you be a Taurus? <laughs> you are. Oh my well, you god! You knew my birthday though. No, no, no! I just forgot. Oh really? Yeah. I'm a Taurus. Yeah. Wow. How did you know that? That was kind of. Well, I'm, you're stubborn, so. <laughs> I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit creeped out by that. You're like a. That's really weird. Yeah. Maybe I, I'm sensing some kind you're of energy. A psychic. Yeah. You're a, you're a Leo psychic. That's really weird. Out of all the star yeah. signs. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Mm. Bizarre. Mm. Hey, uh, you looking forward to today's show? I am. We've got an amazing guest, Lara. Well, guests. Guests. Um, Matt and Lara, because it's how Matt weird is Lara. that? <laughs> I did not know that until just before. I knew Matt was coming in. I didn't know Lara was coming yeah, in. Yeah, it's well. Matt and Lara show, but we're having guest Lara and Matt. I'm yes. um, talking about their movie Revenants. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. That'll be after five. That'll be after five. We've also got a lot more talking about. We're talking about movies. We're talking about uh, Donald Trump. We're talking about space. We're, we're talking, talking about, about sharks. sharks. <laughs> we're talking about the weather. There's a lot happening in today's show. There's a lot happening. So get comfortable. Unless you're driving, don't get too comfortable if you're driving. Yeah, stay awake, please. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to be talking a lot more. Right now it's in excess. Original sin. 98.7 Audible PFM. Matt and Lara taking you right through to 6 o'clock tonight. 13 degrees in Mornington. <laughs> so, Matt, mm. do you know the movie um, or TV show Jackass? I do. Um, <laughs> I do like Jackass. Are you a big fan? Uh, yeah, I am. Especially when I was younger. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, the latest Jackass stunt ends in disaster right now. Mm. So, it ended in disaster when one of the um, main guys, he tried to wakeboard over sharks. Yep. Um, and he's actually been bitten. Oh, no. Shark yeah. bite. That's not good. You don't want that. So if you know them, they're all daredevils and crazy guys. Yeah. But they actually um, got the sharks to really kind of be around Circle. this one yeah. area that he was wakeboarding yep. um, with all this food and everything to get them going. Yep. And they've severed tendons. Yeah. They've um, bitten his hand it's and basically bad. he's been rushed to hospital yeah. and the doctor has to save his hand and they, he, they've been able to save his hand. It's not good at all. These it's, guys are crazy. I know. But we like love a, them, don't we? <laughs> well, when I heard it, I was like, that is so dumb. And then you realise, well... I mean, it is part of jackass. Like, that's what they do. I know. But I guess whenever you're working with animals like that, wild animals, you never really know how it's going to go because, I mean, anything can really happen at, at any given moment. Um, I don't know if girls do, do it as much as guys, but do you ever play the game like, oh, for a million dollars, would you insert the blank? You know, like jump over sharks for a million dollars. Like, no. how, much would it, how much money would it cost? How much money would I have to pay yeah. for you to jump over sharks that are swimming around? Sharks are actually my biggest fear. 
I love them and, you know, they're animals in their natural environments, but I am terrified. I think I've watched too many shark movies and I think my brothers when I was little used to be like, there's sharks in the pool, they're under there, and I just yeah. freak out. You, have you seen Jaws? Yeah, I have. Oh, yeah. I've seen all of them and like Shark Week. Yeah. Um, and what is that one where, you know, the one where there's been like two, three. Jaws? No. No, Sharknado. Oh, Sharknado. <laughs> Where sharks movie. fall out of the sky. Yeah, I haven't seen Sharknado. I've got, yeah. I've got some standards and it didn't quite make Oh, it. yeah, it is um, Terrible. a bit of a... It's a B-grade movie. B-grade movie. Uh, and what is the funniest uh, jackass stunt you think that they've done? Oh, I love when they all dress up as these old grandpas. Yeah. And they're all doing weird things. Um, one's in a shopping trolley and he's heading down the hill mm. and it's out of control and he's yelling like, help me. Yep. And this guy just out of nowhere just runs in, saves him. Yep. And then when he makes sure that he's okay, he lets him go again and he's just going down again. The guy, the yeah. guy just keeps on saving well, him. There's, there's two jackass uh, sketches. There's the funny ones and then there's mm. the gross ones. Now, you might not be able to say what you think the grossest one is on air. Do you know, is there one that's made you almost be sick? Because <laughs> I saw jackass, I think, number two at the movies. And I won't get into too much detail for the people out there that haven't mm. seen it, but there was um, a bit involving horse, uh, let's just say horse reproductive liquid. <laughs> oh my gosh! What? And they, I don't uh, think I've seen this one. Oh yeah, or it's been a long two. time. Jackass number two, and I start. I was in. I got a really weak stomach, so I was mm. in the cinema, and people around me started coughing. You know, pre pre spew mm -hmm. cough, like. <laughs> Yeah. And I had to block my ears and shut my eyes and start going la 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 because otherwise I would have spewed up in the cinema and it would have not been a fun time for anyone involved. Yeah. But a lot of the things that they do, like I was saying before, like the hypothetical million dollar bet, yeah. I wouldn't do it even for a million dollars. And I know they're not getting yeah. paid a million dollars to do to do some of those sketches and stunts. Mm. It's disgusting, some of them. But I just wonder, like, you know, it, it, obviously when we were younger, this was on and everything. Yeah. They're a lot older now. Yeah. I would just wonder, like, how fit are they still? <laughs> I'm not too sure. Well, I've seen Johnny Knoxville lately, and he's gone completely grey. Uh, mm. And, yeah, they're all, they're all. I'm guessing they're all pushing their 50s or in their 50s now. Yeah, getting so close I'm like, to. wow. Yeah. That's great. And they're still putting their body on the line for but us. But obviously it wasn't great that he got bitten by a shark. <laughs> no, no, you don't want to do that. But also, like, how, how much further can these people go with the, with the jackass, do you think? Because, but I don't think they've really, really got any other yeah, qualifications. Yeah, because someone's died on yeah. there. Ryan Dunn. Yeah. yeah. Although that wasn't from doing a sketch. That was drunk driving. Yeah. yeah. I know there was someone else as well who ate too much sugar. <laughs> what, did he die of diabetes <laughs> or something? <laughs> something. Really? Um, eating too much sugar. Wow. Yeah, we can Google it yeah, on, we'll the, have to do some on the break. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm definitely going to check out the episode there where he gets bitten by a shark because even though it's gross, I still want to see it. Yeah, yeah me yeah, too. Shark week shark soon. And nobody, 98.7 RPPFM. Now, uh, last week uh, we were talking about how you could go down and see the wreckage of the Titanic for $200,000. So that's an underwater adventure that you go on. Um, this week, Richard Branson's been working on this for many years, uh, Virgin Galactic, basically allowing the general public to go up to space for a little bit of a trip, a little bit of a, a joyride. Now, the tickets cost $300,000 to $400,000. Uh, I couldn't exactly find how long the flight goes for. I think the entirety of the flight is 90 minutes. I'm not exactly sure how long you're in space for. Uh, now, Jeff Benzos and Elon Musk are also launching 
their own versions of this in the coming weeks. But Richard Branson was the first. Of course they are. Of course, of course. Little competition do. there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Richard Branson was the first to do it, though. Uh, now, they've already had 600 people put their names down. To, I mean, I would. So you'll be more likely to go to space than to the Titanic or vice versa? Oof, yeah, that is a hard one. I saw the video. It didn't look very safe to me. <laughs> what? Which one? So the, the going to space. Yes. Um, Richard Branson's obviously done a couple of crazy things in his life, but I wouldn't want to be the guinea pig to to try out this to be the first. No, one No, I to wouldn't do be it. the first one. No. I'd see how it would go, and then I'd fly. But I mean. Whoever gets to go to space, except yeah. for astronauts these days, I would kill to get up well, there and only, see what it's all about. There's only been 500 people that have ever been to space. Mm. Uh, obviously, this is going wow. to change shortly because if they're you know doing flights on the daily basis and there's multiple people going up I there. I mean, isn't that exciting? This is really taking is. off. Although I think I would be more likely to go uh, to see the Titanic wreckage only because mm. you're not you're in space, but it's it's just in space. You're not like going out to the moon. You're basically just out of the atmosphere. And to me, it's it's kind of risky. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of risk for not much reward. Like, really, you're going to spend three hundred thousand dollars for a ninety. But you could trip. say that about Titanic you could. and being <laughs> so deep, so far under the water, and yeah. not being able to. If something went wrong, mm. you. Would I just, just feel like there's been a lot more technology put into submarines than going to the edge of space and coming back down. Like, if it was NASA mm. doing it, I trust NASA. Yeah. Or if but I was going Richard to the, Branson. Yeah, Richard Branson. Maybe not. Maybe yeah. he's trying to. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's trying to get money out of people. But also 600, 600 people have signed up already. That's mm. a lot of people. That's a lot of, I'm guessing, millionaires I would, out there. I was expecting more, to be honest, of yeah. those numbers. Well, I know there's a massive fascination with a certain uh, generation, obviously, like baby boomers when we first went to the moon. It must have been fascinating, you know, people that were around in the 60s. Uh, I don't know. There's people that have got obsessions with space, and they they're you know fascinated by space travel. Um, yeah, but if I had to spare cash, I don't know. I'd, I'd I'd want them to perfect it first. You know, I wouldn't want to be one of the guinea pigs. I'd want to mm. be you know ah, do it for five years, then and l- maybe let me you know. could see one of your little UFO friends. Well, up potentially. There. I mean, maybe they'd hop on and that would be have arrived. If, if I could see a UFO, <laughs> ooh, I would pay five hundred thousand wow. for that. That would be yeah. very exciting stuff. But that would be great. Uh, I'll book you a trip for uh, for your birthday. What do you reckon? Oh yeah, that's generous of you. Thank you. You crazy Leo, you. <laughs> PFM. 26 minutes to five. Matt and Lara for your Wednesday drive home. Now, Lara, uh, since we last spoke on air last Wednesday, it's been a <laughs> massive week in sport. It has. Huge. I know. Isn't that amazing about Ash Barty? <laughs> well, yes. Uh, Ash Barty, was, uh, she won Wimbledon. Which is a huge deal. Also, first Indigenous. Oh, the second. No, second Indigenous. I didn't uh, even know she was. I didn't even know she was half Indigenous. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know that. It's great. It's fantastic, and it was on the fiftieth of um, anniversary of the first woman who was Indigenous. <laughs> what was that um, name? She, her name is Yvonne. Yvonne. I'm Vulevon? just. Yeah. I'm just having trouble pronouncing. I'm it's not going to be any better. <laughs> uh, Cowley. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and also Dylan Orcott won as well. Uh, that's the second time he's won Wimbledon as well. Uh, now, if you, he's he's a doubles partner. I'm friends with, by the way. So if you want to wow, hear... Is that your name to fame? That's my, uh, yeah, that's my little name drop. Heath Davidson, he's been on my show before. Check out Matt and Company podcast if you want to hear the interview with him. <laughs> uh, now, England. Now, the mm. whole country has been getting behind England, potentially winning the Euro Cup. Uh, they kept saying it's coming home, it's coming home. I've seen a couple of uh, shots of the of the royal box with uh, what's his name, Prince 
What's the older one called? Prince William. Prince William. Yeah, and Kate. Yep, sitting there next to Beckham, Ed Sheeran, Dave, uh, Tom Cruise. They're all hanging up there. And unfortunately, they lost to Italy in a penalty shootout. And uh, some of the people out there, they're not too happy. No, they've had a lot of trolls um, mm. and saying nasty comments. And I just feel for these boys because it's three of them. One's 19, one's 20, no, 21, and one's 23. Mm. And they're all so young and have had to have this huge responsibility of these penalty shots. Yeah. And it's all on them. And I just feel for them. And the way that, you know, England and the country is is reacting over them yeah. and sending nasty comments, it's just not on. It's a tough one because usually... In the, in the heat of the moment of sport, there's not some, you're not thinking so much. You know, there's not a lot of pressure building up and building up. You know, if you kick a goal, yeah, yeah, it just happened. But when there's penalty shootouts, you can just feel the tension. Even if you're not yeah. into the sport, you can still feel the tension from well, the Well, apparently they haven't even um, done a penalty shot before. So I'm like, why are these mm. guys getting a penalty shot? Now, there was a lady in England we're going to talk about next who uh, did something prematurely. Uh, when it comes to England winning the Euro Cup. We're going to talk about that next. Uh, in other sports news, though, Australia beat Team USA in the basketball. Now, it was just an exhibition game, but whenever you beat Team USA in basketball, it's a big deal. <laughs> and we weren't the only ones. Nigeria also beat them as well. So there's, they've only played... Uh, Team USA played three practice matches and lost two of them. Uh, and just Australia played Nigeria today and absolutely demoli demolished them, 97.55. Now, in other big sports news, one of the most famous fighters in the world, Conor McGregor, had his fight, uh, I think it was on Sunday, and uh, didn't go well for, for Mr. McGregor. He snapped his leg during, <laughs> during the fight. And now, I don't know, how are you with broken bones? Because I know oh, you like I'm going. Fine. Oh, you, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm a doctor's daughter. I'm used to seeing everything. Well, uh, also, the first episode we ever did together, you confessed that you like going to the dentist. Yeah, I love the dentist. So you've obviously got a couple and of. And I actually love <laughs> um, watching people get injections too. Wow. It's a bit weird. Okay, well, maybe you could look at the video for me and check it out <laughs> because I was going to say, I'm not offended by really anything except for broken bones. So I was on Instagram and uh, Joe Rogan, who does a very popular mm. podcast, mm -hmm. put a video of him kicking the guy and his leg snapping in half. Now, I never do this, but I actually tagged it as offensive to my face. <laughs> Not, you know, it, offensive to me because yes. I, I don't want to see a broken bone. I find it repulsive in yeah. every single way. Um, so that was the first time I've ever done that on Instagram saying tagged as inappropriate. Wow. I see it. So I was worried it was, I was going to scroll down and, yeah, see, and see it. But maybe the biggest sport news out of all of these mm -hmm. is tomorrow. Space Jam 2 comes out. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Very exciting. I, I'm just so amazed that it hasn't happened earlier. It's been so long in between films. Very long between drinks. Uh, now, uh, do, you, do you know much about LeBron James? Well, yes. Okay. That's good. I'll just double check. I do. Thank you very much. Now, do you think it's going to be good or do you think it's going to be terrible? Because I've seen the trailer and I get it. Oh, I love LeBron. He's my favorite mm. sports person in the whole world. But I've got a feeling it's going to be kind of bad. I feel like he was great. Did you see um, Trainwreck with I Amy Schumer? Yeah. I thought he was really great oh, in that. He was, he was great was in very that. comical. He was great in that. I just feel like there's a lot of people's childhoods leaning on Oh, Space you mean Jam like 1. there's a lot of expectation for him to feel Michael Jackson? Uh, 
Michael Not Jordan. My, no, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. I just, yeah, I just feel like you, you're mm. messing with people's childhood, you know, child's, childhood. How come I can't say it? No, but the thing is that, mistake. you know, there's a whole um, new generation of kids coming through. So it's not just going to be us. It's going to be this new generation of kids watching this and loving it. And who knows? They might do a, a two, three, four That's down true. the road as well. And, and what's your yeah. favourite? What is your favourite Looney Tunes character? I mean, you can't go past Bugs. No. Like, he's got so much attitude. I love it. Yeah, I like when he dresses up in a dress for some reason. Yeah. I like, uh, no, he's cute I like cross-dressing any- bunny. <laughs> yeah, he's cute anyway. I'm definitely going to have to borrow some kids and check it out, though. Yeah, it's going to be yeah, amazing. Them. Matt and Lara for your Wednesday drive home. Now, a little bit before, we're talking about jackass. Mm. Uh, <laughs> now, I came across a story about uh, a young 22-year-old lady in England. and I'm going to put her in the jackass category. Because we were just talking about sports before in England and the you know Euro Trophy and how everyone in England was saying it's coming home, it's coming home. And this young lady's gone out and she's got herself a tattoo of an English flag saying it's coming home before the game was even played. Now obviously uh, England went on to lose the match and now she's got a tattoo on her ankle saying it's coming home. And also like I'm I'm going to judge the tattoo a little bit as well because it's not very well done. Um, what are your thoughts? I have to agree on that. It wasn't really well done, but no. for, I think it was $40. So I don't think you're going to get no. a masterpiece no. from $40. No. But you know what? I'm going, wow, this woman just goes out and does this. Like, I wish I could be so spontaneous and you just go that's... out and be like, let's get a tattoo. I want to send good luck their way. Yeah. If like, you, if... I wish I had the balls to oh, do that. If you went out and got a four-leaf clover on your on your ankle, I w- that would not bother me at all. But... If you're if you're going to get uh, Australia World Champions in a sporting event and you're just wrong, it's just incorrect and totally. I would I would, I would call you a silly goose. Yeah, I but I I feel like you know um, now she's going to have the trouble of trying to change that and make it. No. It's not coming. I was going to say she's got a solution. <laughs> she said on the article that uh, yeah, if they lose, which they did, she's going to put a little arrow instead of it's coming home. It's not coming home. Mm. Although, I, and I don't understand the it's not coming home. That's the bit where I'm like. Well, I think the motto is well. The the saying was it's coming home, and now obviously. Well, I I know what the saying is, but I'm going. That's not a good tattoo. Like if she just left no. it as it's coming home, it could be anything that she's talking about. Yeah. You know, in England, but now. It's it's not coming home. Doesn't work for me on the skin. I'm like that's a bit. Yeah, I would actually remix the tattoo because so the, so the people out there that are listening that don't know what the tattoo looks like, it's the English flag, the one that's just white with the red cross on it. It's not the Union Jack. I would probably remix it and put the Union Jack there, and then put you know like that song. It's coming home. It's coming. And I'd put two. It's coming homes, and it'd be like I love that song and I love England. That's what I would do. Yeah. But I don't know. I remember uh, seeing something in an athlete last year. Uh, got uh, Japan 2020. Oh, that's right. We talked about that yeah. um, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. That this this guy got a <laughs> Japan Tokyo Tokyo Street. Yeah, and then it never happened. It got canceled, so and now, now he has 21. to. Yeah, he has to change the zero to a one. Yeah. Now with that guy, I could kind of give him a slide, although it is a little bit premature. As I well. mean, if I was going to the Olympics and I was doing some amazing sport, I'd be getting that tattoo as well. I mean, I would potentially. That's an do accomplishment because well. you think it's going to happen. You don't think that's going to fail. But, no, uh, definitely not. But if you got a gold medal, I'm going to win, and then you came second. Eh, yeah. Eh. Yeah, that's yeah. a bit sad. Yeah. <laughs> Optimistic, but a bit silly. Right now, it's Red Hot Chili Peppers. The Zephyr song. Oh, yeah, point seven. Can I get your hand to ride on just a piece of lift? Ah, double PFM. Oh, yeah, point seven. <laughs> uh, so, Italy... 
I've got a story for you. Story. It's um, global warming time. Mm, so Italy has covered a, their glacier with a giant tarp to stop it melting. Don't you think this is the best idea ever? It, I didn't even know Italy had a glacier. <laughs> so first of all... But you didn't know that um, India has glaciers I know that, as well. I know that Julio had it a glacier. Oh, uh, yes. See that Very one? clever. Thank you. Thank Very you. clever. You're welcome. So basically, scientists have covered this glacier with a giant cloth mm. in an attempt to stop it from melting. Okay. And they hope to um, preserve 70% of the glacier over the norm- northern summer. So that's fantastic because obviously in India... They had a glacier break off and it actually caused a wall of water rushing down the mountain and destroying everything in its path. So, Mm. you know, I I think this is great. I think it'll be great for other countries to have a look at as well. And we want to stop this global warming that's going on. It seems, even though it's obviously scientifically proven to to do it, to to help, Mm. it seems very unscientific, the the idea of it, the concept of it. Yes, just like wrap it up in a tarp. Yeah, hey, what's a tarp doing? Why don't we just put that over the glacier? That should like maybe stop it melting. Um, yeah, but apparently it just holds it together and protects yeah. it from the sun. So, but I'm guessing I'm guessing that's a, a source of drinking water from the glacier. Is that right? Um, would they get fresh water from that? Would you? I, I guess I you're not a scientist either. So no. No, does, uh, I'm just, you know, I just studied yeah, it. Blah blah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> telling you what the article said. Uh, it's, look, it seems really good. I, I don't know. I know there's a big issues going on down in Antarctica at the moment. You know, there's lots of ice caps falling. Apparently, there was one that broke off the other day. It was just like the size of half the size of Texas. Mm, or it's so, actually really scary. It there's really just is. icebergs melting and yeah. forest fires and. I'm getting scared, you know? know. This is scary for our future generations. Well, I know Florida's been really affected uh, over the last couple of years with their seawater levels rising, uh, and I think that's what led to, you know, that uh, hotel, sorry, not the hotel, the apartment complex that collapsed the other day? Oh, yes. Yeah, Yeah. that had to do with because the soil underneath um, a lot of Florida is getting ruined because there's water coming up where it shouldn't be, Mm. and they're just trying to do all these things like put sandbags there and build up these walls to try and prevent it. But, um, yeah, I I think that a lot of the... um, a lot of the major cities around the world are quite close to the water, mm. and uh, especially through China and India. And if it goes up, you know, like you know, a foot, it's going to displace a lot of people. Yeah, so uh, anything that they can do to help prevent it would be I beneficial. Know. And but... luckily, we've got you know very very smart people out there to yeah. help the world. Hey, where's the tarp? Have you got the tarp? <laughs> I don't know if they speak like that. No, in... they don't. I don't <laughs> even know if that was American. I don't even know what accent that was. Yeah, I don't know what it was either. Hey, coming up. <laughs> Just after five, you're with Matt and Lara right now. But just after five, we're going to have Matt and Lara come in. <laughs> yes. Sounds confusing, but they're going to be talking about a, a film project that hopefully we're going to be working on very shortly. And I don't know about you, but I'm excited about that. I love I'm film. really excited. I love talking film. Yeah. I know that you love movies. Yeah. So. so we're going to talk some shop with them. But right now, it's Tones and I, a brand new one, 98.7. Am I living? RPPFM 98.7 and we have Lara and Matt here on the Lara and Matt show. Can you, how, how are you guys? We are so excited to be here today and how unbelievable I is know. it that our names are Lara and Matt too? <laughs> Who would have known Bizarre. two Lara and Matts? <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Day. This has never happened to me before in my whole life. I'm very excited. Have and you Matt, had a Matt in here before? We've had Matts in here. Lara? Yeah, we've actually got another but Matt not, not on at the same show. time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's been Matt's. I don't think there's been another, another Lara, though. This is no, the first I'm, I'm special. Lara. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, but um, Matt, the way that um, Lara and I met was actually in Canada. Uh-huh. And we both put our hand up at the same time and he yelled out, 
Lara. And we were just like, and then it, are you from Australia as well? Yes. It's like stepbrothers. I we know. We become best yeah. friends. Yep. We, were, we were made for each other. Wow. Yeah, that's true. But oh, let's I'm... talk a little bit about the film while you're here. So feature film Residence is currently in pre-production. So Residence is an action-packed dystopian comedic tragedy that draws inspiration from Australians' heartland and our history of multiculturalism. So can you tell us a little bit more about that, Matt? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, oh, let me give you the uh, synopsis of the film first. How yeah. about that? Yeah, that would be lovely. Okay, here I go. <laughs> um, so it's uh, basically it's uh, a pocket of survivors learn of a safe haven located in a medieval fun park. And it's more of a road, journey, uh, road sort of film. Um, lot of it's a lot of genres sort of packed into one film, so it's very yeah. very exciting. It's a comedy and it's a horror, and it's gonna say no romance. Come on, man. <laughs> there is a tiny bit of romance. We had to put that in there. There's two horror subgenres: got the okay. zombie, and then we've also got the '80s slasher kind of okay. mixed in there together. Um, it's a nice little <clears throat> mix. Um, so there, uh, the journey begins, and along the way, they meet an array of characters. When I say they, I mean uh, there's three uh, females, um, yeah, and uh, who join them on their quest, and they're being pursued by the gaffer tape man, which is the slasher, the gaffer tape man. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's an interesting name. Does he gaffer everyone up? Yeah. No, but he is gaffered. He's oh, oh, he's like a mummy. Oh. He's like a mummy. Okay, a gaffer tape mummy. Yeah. Okay, go. Where yeah, did you okay. come up with that idea? I can't go into it. It'll ruin the story. <laughs> okay, okay. It really will. Give it away the ending, hey? Yeah, there's a big twist. Um, so they reach the castle to be greeted by Cyril the King, uh, played by Ryan Maloney, a.k.a. Toadie from Neighbours. Mm. Um, I remember watching him on TV. Yeah, me too. Is he's he still the toad fish. Is he still in there? Yeah, he's still he's awesome. Yeah, smashing it. We had a read through oh, a couple of months ago. Mm. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll speak about that in a moment. But yeah, that was amazing. Um, by the way, Matt is the director, producer, <laughs> casting, also writer. writer. Yeah, yeah. scriptwriter, and he's also in it as well as an actor. So, and I. And so are you, Lara. The other Lara. <laughs> <laughs> Lara number two. Yeah. Uh, I am a producer, casting, and also a little bit of an actor in it as well. A little Ooh. cameo. Mm. And I guess, you know, obviously you've got Toadfish on board. Yes, we do. But, you know, what is the casting process? How did you get the cast involved in this residence, the film? Yeah. Well, it was an amazing experience last day, last year in lockdown. I mean, what more mm. could you want than casting a feature film while you've got nothing else to do? <laughs> so so yeah. we, we, um, we did a nationwide search. We had a lot of characters that we needed to audition. Mm. And so we also um, cast people we already knew and reached out to them. And we also did Zoom auditions. We uh, we did uh, self tapes, which are links to auditions as well. Mm. And then finally, when lockdown ended, we did face to face, real person auditions, which were amazing. Yeah. And that is where we cast our lead role, which was a ten year old actress, Ali Stewart, who blew us away. Okay. <laughs> and we actually had to cast her right there and then. Wow. Because she just was incredible, and yeah, we are so excited to have her on board. Absolutely. And Matt and my and myself might have cried. <laughs> it was that good. It was that good of an audition. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It, I was thinking about something else at the time. Yeah, that was just. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was just the wind. Yeah. You yeah. know. Now with the with the casting process based on the script, is it 
are you looking for something very specific or are some of the characters written as a vague kind of um, general idea of a person or are they, or are they quite specific with their look or, or the way they talk? Or no, like no. That? sometimes it's good to just to be open and maybe yeah. someone will come in and just blow you away going, oh, wow. That's the person. I did, well, mm-hmm. I didn't think him. I didn't think of that role, but they'll yeah. be great in this other role. Yeah, I was going to say, like after yeah. reading the script and you writing the script, do you have a visualization of what the person might look like, or the of course or the way that yeah. they might be? It's about the essence in the end. Yeah, what what the character's essence is in yeah is and what the uh, actor or actress brings to the role as well, okay. and you just they just have it. Yeah. It just yeah. it's a moment it just clicks and you're like that is the person that we're looking for exactly. We also have some well known names in there as well. Like yeah, we were saying. Toadfish, Ryan Maloney. Yep. Um, Scott Major, who was in Heartbreak High. I uh, loved that. It was amazing. Do you remember Heartbreak High? It wasn't really my jam, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. What I was his name? Draco or... Rivers. Oh, um, no, the no, baddie, um, the bad boy. Um, Dra- no, Drazik? Drazik. I loved oh, him. Okay. Yeah. Drazik is not but in it, residence, FYI. No. <laughs> I always love the bad boys. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have also Kim Valentine who helped on the casting day as well. She's in it. And uh, we've got Lawrence Ola. Lawrence Ola from the Step 1 commercials and the Sleeping Duck. Oh yeah. Smart. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, awesome. I know, see, I know that guy. Wow. He's lovely. Really? He's, he's a big boy. I gave him a hug at the read through and it was like Oh this is nice. So I, I kinda just want to rest here and just <laughs> yeah. cuddle yeah, maybe fall asleep for five, ten minutes <laughs> and it wouldn't be weird. Yeah. Now so, the concept of the movie does seem quite um intense for lack of a better word. <laughs> it's ambitious. <laughs> it's ambitious. Yeah. Um what was the uh inspiration behind the concept? Okay. Yeah, this could be a loaded question. <laughs> I know, I just saw that that look and I was yeah. like, wow. This 45 is... minutes. Yep. <laughs> no, no, it's, um, it's a very interesting question. So hopefully I give you a very interesting answer. Okay, <laughs> no pressure. No, there's no pressure at all. <clears throat> so um, it originally started off as a short film. Um, Ronald Reagan, the actor, uh, uh, yeah. who was also the president yeah. for a while. Um, <laughs> yeah, that guy. Wow. In the 80s, he said that perhaps we need some outside universal threat to make us recognise this common bond. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside the world. So I thought, okay, that'd be really interesting to have all these cultures in one room to, you know, bonding together and fighting against this threat. Yep. Um, you know, and at the end all dying. Um, so that's where it sort of came from, and then um, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh yes, the tagline. Then um, last year, I thought let's um, let's turn this into a feature film. I've done a lot of award-winning short films before, um, so let's let's do a feature film. Let's get it out there. So we started working every day on it last year. Mm. We're still okay. going. It's, Matt, this seems like your jam because you're so into aliens and UFO and everything. Can he have a part in this as an alien or oh, a so zombie? <laughs> Maybe a zombie. There's no aliens anymore. Ah. Oh, <laughs> they they've all broken. died. Yeah, they were written out. <laughs> but there is a sequel to this okay. called Resonance 2. But you haven't made the first one yet though. No, no, no. 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 But we've, <laughs> seriously, we actually have Resonance 2 and Resonance 3. Okay. We've already... Could this potentially be a, a TV series instead of a, a movie? No. Or? No? Okay. <laughs> He said cool. in his ways. Yeah. Well, we've we've spoken about everything. We have a team. We have a meeting every Wednesday. Yep. And mm. uh, everything comes up. Now this seems like a pretty uh, ambitious project. Thank uh, you. Now I was going to ask you when it comes to like movies like this. I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of 
Is there a lot of people that need to be cast in this? Yeah, like, well, yeah, I was about to say, um, we had the table read in May. Yeah. And we had over 58 actors there. This was like a banquet wedding, yeah. basically. <laughs> and I think we would get in the Guinness Book of Records yeah. for um, the, so many actors, over 58. And the table read, it was an opportunity to hear the script out loud, yep. which was so great to hear. Mm. And mm. there was laughter, there was oohs, ahs, when many people died. Um, <laughs> it's all usually pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but also scary. I didn't yeah. realise how, because when you read something, you're like, oh, yeah. But when you hear it out loud, mm. it, it was actually, you know, and, mm. and so it's got that flavour of being terrified and then laughing. Yeah. And then you're like, whoa, it's a roller coaster of emotion. Yeah. Um, and that's what I really experienced. But it was also an opportunity to meet everyone that I had helped cast and Matt had helped cast yeah. in well, real life. Everyone to meet everyone. And everyone to meet everyone. Yeah. It was just a big family. As I said, it was like a wedding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With zombies and, and uh, yeah. people dying. Yeah. <laughs> like kind of wedding. Yeah, just like the red wedding. <laughs> so oh, Matt, you keep spoiling it. <laughs> so, Matt, you um, grew up on the peninsula. I and I heard that you're going to film a lot on the peninsula. Um, so why are you so drawn to Peninsula and filming down here? Uh, well, I, I started filming in the early 90s down here. Um, I grew up in Mount Eliza, went to Padua College, uh, started, started making films at school and then carried on through the 90s doing big films and having premieres at the Mount Eliza Community Centre and Black Tie event and lots of alcohol, mm-hmm. um, which, which was great. But I... I I think there more should be more films shot down here. There was I still remember Frog Dreaming with Henry Thomas from ET being shot at um, Murdoch Quarry, and I still remember the big trucks there and back in 1987 or something or yep. eight whatever. Mm. Um, showing my age. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, there was Hotel Sorrento, which was filmed in Sorrento. Yep, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I would have got it. I would have got it. Matt's working well together <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. Well done, Matt. Finishing yeah. each yeah. other's sentences yeah. Yeah. already. Yeah. Uh, now, what Be the Matt and Matt show soon. <laughs> yeah, really. Now, how long did it actually take you to, to complete the, the script in its entirety? I'm up to draft 30. Okay. And I'll probably finish it probably about draft 40. And are you precious with it when people say, hey, you should try and Not do at all. Okay. No, filmmaking's collaborative. Yep. So, no, I listen to everyone. Okay. And then if someone's got a really, really bad idea, then I stop listening to them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sounds good to me. Yeah. You just tune out. Yeah. Hey, I, I might quickly throw to a song. Do you guys mind hanging around? We'll talk to you a little bit more yeah, after this chat. Yeah, we'd love that. Sounds awesome. You're with Matt and Lara and Matt and Lara on the Matt and Lara show with Matt and Lara. Ninety eight point seven. RPPFM 98.7 and you've got Matt and Lara in the studio with Matt and Lara. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for having us back. You should make a movie about Matt and Lara meeting Matt and Lara in some parallel universe. I mean, I would watch that movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. How does it end? Uh, we kill each other. Yeah. No, we that would yeah. be like oh, normal life. Just a mega Matt and Lara person. <laughs> yes, yes. Who survives? <laughs> Matt and Lara, no, obviously. Matt and Lara. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I think it's time to buy a lotto ticket today. I think so. Yeah. Well. Actually, that does sound like a pretty good movie. I'm into it. Yeah. What's it called? Should we make it together? Actually, I saw a Matt movie Lara like that. Matt and Lara. It's called like, in, oh, I forgot the name of it. Damn it. And they're at a dinner party and then they go out and the, there's a bizarro. The cook, the wife, the thief, and the lover? No. Okay. No. no. <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, do some Googling and get back to you. Okay. When? Yeah, speaking of films, right. okay. what is your favourite film? As yeah. we're all boot movie buffs here. Give, give us your top three favourite films. Three. 
Oh, well, I'm all about nostalgia. <laughs> so I've gone, <laughs> I've gone uh, Dark Crystal, Never Ending Story and Gremlins. Gremlins. <laughs> Gremlins. Dark Crystal, I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, it's definitely. It's yeah, great. It's, yeah. it's never Ending Story is good except for when the horse dies. So what is it about um, Gremlins? Oh, my gosh. Doesn't everyone want <laughs> I want a gremlin. <laughs> so I get very confused about when you can't feed them because you can't feed them after 12. Yeah. But when does that stop? Because it's technically always after 12. Oh. That's true. It's somewhere in the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, it well, just does doesn't it make reset? sense, does it? No. Does it's it reset when the sun comes up? Oh, yeah. Crazy, confusing. And what about yourself, Matt? What are your three favorite movies? Uh, okay. So I would say Casablanca. Yep. Mm, uh, classic. Perio Le Fou. Goddard. I haven't seen that. Okay. Um, and Sounds delicious, though. It does. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe Three Amigos. Three hey, Amigos. Yes. I still yes. remember seeing that at uh, Mornington Cinema back in 86. Oh, wow. Okay. They've closed Mornington Cinema now. It's really sad. Forever? No one told me. Yeah. It's closed. I'm not saying they needed my permission to close it down, but no, no one told yeah, me. Yeah, he retired and oh, sold it. That's so, really sad. Yeah, it's a bit sad. I never went there. I never got a chance to go there. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, true. you never will again. How old are you? <laughs> uh, I'm 47. I'm 34. Yeah. I, I'm not from this area, though. Oh, no, where are you from? from? Oh, I'm from Chelsea, Edithal. Okay. Yeah. That's so not too far away. There's other cinemas closer. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sidetrack slowly. <laughs> so going back to Residence of Film, Matt, you wanted to talk about, you know, filming, locations, your setup, um, about where you're shooting it. Yes. Um, where we want to build sets. And I'd love to build sets down here, to, you know, for jobs, you know, um, yeah. build a set, an empty warehouse and then... So putting back in the economy. Yeah. Absolutely. And into the community. Into yeah. the community. Especially um, after last year. Yeah. Mm. Um, now I come from a theatre background and I love the sets. I, I love... I've, we cast like there's 50% of uh, actors, theatre actors in, in this film. Mm. Yeah. Um, best of the best. And I... I want to bring them on. I want to just create some incredible sets. And uh, if there's an empty warehouse, if anyone's got an empty warehouse out there, um, please get in touch with us. And where can they get in touch with us? Oh, well, Lara? that's at our website at www.residencethefilm.com.au. Oh, no, dot .com. Dot .com. Dot .com. <laughs> no dot .au. And, no. and what about your Instagram? Yeah, and that's Residence the Film as well for the handle. And Matt has built a lot of sets. I worked on The Grand Scheme, a short film, two years ago with him and I turned up to set in this empty warehouse and it was created of a hospital scene okay. all from scratch so that the walls could pull apart and it was unbelievable. So when he says he's going to build a set, wow. he will build a set. Yeah. So obviously you need funding for this. So where do you reach out to? Who do you reach out to to get this kind of funding? Yep. So we have a few investors involved at the moment, but we're always looking for potentially new investors as well. And we have come across our investors through networking and word of mouth. So if you feel like this project could be for you or anything <laughs> like that, be sure to check out our website. And there's a lot of incentives as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, we, Which, and when it comes to sorry, when it comes to the funding, um, do you have uh, is there an ideal budget that you're looking for? Because it seems like it would the the type of movie that it is. It's not two people sitting in a room talking. No. Um, <laughs> so Are you looking uh, to invest? Yeah, I can give you twenty bucks. <laughs> All right. I don't know what that will get me, but um, you can be a background tape. zombie guy. I'll, I'll pay for the duct tape. That's what I'll pay for. <laughs> yes, good idea, Gaffer Man. Um, no, but is there an ideal is there a do, ideal budget that you're looking for? Obviously. You'd like fifty million dollars, but is there a is there a two hundred two hundred thousand? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
for to shoot and yep. then probably another further 200 for post didn't we say mm-hmm. that yeah two three yeah 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 which okay. is is quite um in in a, the scheme of things it's quite a low budget as yeah. well but because we are building all our sets um we save money that way and yeah we also have a composer okay yeah so yeah wow what's the kind of music going to be like what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> dom, <Seinfeld>. dom, dom. Dramatic <laughs> gaffer type man. Yeah. The yeah. fact that it's a comedic tragedy, I just wonder yeah. what that music oh, it's, is. <laughs> it's orchestra. Um, orchestra. We've got a beautiful orchestra, the Belgian Symphony Orchestra. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Like composers. Cool. Yeah, no, it's huge. Yeah. That sounds yeah. fantastic. Like I said, it's ambitious, so we're going all, all out. I mean, I'm into it. I kind of want to check this movie out. Yeah, I think like we should go together or be (laughs) like go and watch it on set and just be like the little people jumping in the background. I'll be an extra. I'll be an extra. No, I've already got, yeah, you as zombies already in my head, guys. Right, great. (laughs) And I would love the prosthetics and everything as well. Well, what what we're doing with our zombies. Mm. um, Mm. So we're trying to create something different here and have like five stages of zombies. So when we first see it, they're just sort of... You know, just their eyes are kind of bleeding and everything. And then we've got some artists actually sort of working on it already. Like the second stage, the third stage, fourth stage, fifth stage. Yep. So right at the end of the film, you'll see the fifth. Will they be fast zombies or will they be They slow start zombies? off slow, they end up fast. <laughs> oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. Wow. I, as much as I love zombie movies... But I don't like the really slow ones because I'm like, well, if you could jog, yeah, you can kind of survive. Matt, yeah. can I ask you a question? <laughs> you just did. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite zombie film? Uh, as and far it, it, as far as well, I would say probably Zombieland. Mm. But as far as being scared of the zombies, maybe Dawn of the Dead, the like the mm. remake one, the, uh, the one where they Snyder. sprint at you. Yeah, yeah two thousand four. Yeah, to me that's kind of scary. But if they're just going like limping, then mm. eh, not that scary. I'm really into Black Summer right now on Netflix. Okay. It's a zombie TV show. It's yeah. really cool. Are they fast or slow? They're they're fast. Okay, they're pretty fast, yeah. but they make weird noises. So you're just kind of like, what's going on? Okay, <laughs> Can yeah. you give us a demonstration, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> One more, one more. Yeah. Ah. That's not scary at all. <laughs> I think it's like, ah. yeah, in someone else's voice, I think it would be scary. Maybe yeah. not my voice. Okay. So, and you said the, the, the is it the gap? Sorry, the gaffer man was it? Or? The gaffer tape man. Gaffer tape man. Is he the head zombie? Is, is he no. control the other zombie? No, he's not a zombie at all. Ah, okay. Oh, he's just a different dude on the side. Yeah, he's a different dude. Okay. So you got your zombies, okay, over there. Yeah. And then you've got the gaffer tape man. man over here. Gotcha. So he's the 80s slasher. Like Jason oh, Voorhees and Michael wow, Myers. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And does he communicate? Does he? Are there any? Are they friends? Yeah. Are you are saying friends? that? Yeah. They know each other. Okay. All right. Oh, he's so elusive. I know. He's trying not to give away I everything. Know. I'm excited about that though. Yeah, that's what that's kind of sounds really good. Oh, it's full on. Yeah. yeah. The tagline is the body count is high. Okay. <laughs> See. Wow. Well, that says it all. Now another question, just about the funding. When you write the script. Uh, is it? Do you have to be a little bit more creative about how you do things because you know there are restrictions, or no, you can go as no, long learned, as possible? No, I learned. I um, learned a long time ago just to don't think about that. Yeah, just put it all down in paper, and then mm. after go, okay, how the hell are we going to mm. film this? And uh, how, what is your writing process? How do you go about it? Do you do you write in blocks? Do you do it just when things come to your head, or do you have set times that you go, look, I'm writing for. From four to six or something like that. Oh, last year it was every day. Yep. So I would go for a um, a walk 
um, every morning and uh, do my research for about two hours and then come home and then write to four o'clock and then ring Lara and tell yeah. her what I've done for the day. And <laughs> yeah. But no, just I work out structure first. Okay. And then kind of fill in all the blanks and like it's drop 30. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's constantly evolving. Constantly, constantly evolving, just like those zombies yeah. Yeah. through the stages. Through remember the stages, we were talking yeah. about that, about <laughs> yeah. the five stages? I remember, like just before. Uh, yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah. I remember and I just too. want to know, how did you two come together? How did you meet? That's a good question. Well, we were in a crowd and um, in Canada. And <laughs> and you saw each other from across the uh-huh. room and it was love at first sight. <laughs> no, it was a, yeah. I saw Matt. Uh, were, had just cast Scott Major for the grand scheme and I thought I'm going to reach out to Matt and see if there's any other roles. So I put myself out there and I might have had severe gastro at the time. Ah, lovely. So. Wow. <laughs> Perfect. You don't hold back. No. You're just I, like I'm, me, unfiltered. I'm a hustler, <laughs> even if sick. See, that sounds like a horror movie right there. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Gastro. It was. Yeah. Lara the Sprayer. <laughs> oh, Lara the Sprayer. <laughs> Close yeah. to the yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I rang uh, Matt, rang me, and we had a lovely talk. And then I came on, and we just clicked. And yeah, Matt got me on as uh, script ad- script advisor for mm. the grand scheme, and then asked if I'd like to become a producer for this film. Oh, so, you, you're in, you acted in the grand scheme too, and I acted in the, yeah at yeah. the beginning. So yeah, it was really great. Yeah, how so, was she acting, Matt? Oh God. <laughs> what? How oh, is she yeah. acting? Her, um, <laughs> she's brilliant. Like she's incredible in in residence. You know, because we we got we do the same scene. So ours is like a uh, it's an induction video. So it's hello and welcome to Olden Days Castle. <laughs> you know, blah blah blah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Actually, I was going to ask about the theme park, the medieval theme park. <laughs> yeah. The the place <laughs> it takes part in the medieval is that a eventually gets there yeah so is that just a, it's basically a, a theme park like you would think like Water Brothers or uh, like Wally's World, World or yeah. Gumbire Park or yeah, Leisureland yeah. Fair Gumbire yeah Wobby's World Wobby's World <laughs> the worst one out of all of them. I, yeah, I that's like, a horror movie as well yeah right? <laughs> so it's kind of like that yeah. okay like um they're on this massive journey and they've got this map and the the, the castle looks incredible. It looks yep. amazing. Yep. And then they pull it down and it's just, it ain't that good at all. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I've seen on the website as well, you've actually got some storyboards and some uh, um, artist impressions of what it, what it could potentially look like. Yeah. Um, so if people want to invest as well, they can jump on and see a little bit of a visual, visualization of what you've got. Yeah. Are. Well, that on the, the website is... Residence the film dot com. Yeah. www at the start. Oh yeah. Well, no way you. No Lara. Do I have to say www? No, it's actually http forward slash no, no. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Matt. Just say residence the film on Instagram and it has the link uh in the bio. That's why my That's other right. Lara's here. Yes. Ah, I've got her back always. Psychic, and, and I got your back, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Right. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right, we're going to a tune now. Uh thank you very much guys for coming in. Really appreciate it. Like we said, if you want to check out this stuff, jump on the website, check it out, and hopefully and uh next time we see you it's at the premiere well we're shooting in october okay so if anyone is interested please yes. get in touch with it at um residence the film.com <laughs> that's or residence the film on instagram that's true now <laughs> we have put well. a lot of sweat and tears into this and we want to add some blood to that so 100%. please get involved Woo, that should be the I tag like that right tagline <laughs> right now it's a veggie sos you're on 98.7 98.7 with matt and lara and matt and lara i can't speak can you hear me sos 
Peninsula. 98.7 Audible PFM. If you just tuned in, you just missed a great interview with Lara and Matt. Yeah, with Lara and Matt. Lara and Matt. <laughs> I'm just saying to Lara off air, I don't think I've ever been in a group of four people and all, everyone <laughs> had the same names. Very bizarre. I know. At times I felt like, you know, Matt was kind of leaning towards you and Lara was <laughs> leaning towards me. So we had our little yeah. groups well, going. We, we have a Matt connection. Yeah. <laughs> hey, someone that doesn't have a very common name is Donald Trump. And you've got a bit of a story about Donald Trump. He's, he's, he's chucking a full Trump. He's going full Trump again. Yeah, he's filed a suit against three of the biggest uh, tech companies, mm. Facebook, Twitter and Google, claiming he and other conservatives have wrongfully been censored. Ah, oh, poor Donald Trump. I feel Trump. like he just is crying because he lost, let's I be honest. I 100% agree. Yeah. Um, that <laughs> He's doing everything to get back in there yeah. and... And and really, have we even thought about him since? No, and it's so good. Biden like, got taken over. Like you know yeah. what it was like. He was like you know when you got a pebble in your shoe, mm. and you walk and you're like, ah, oh, this is so annoying. Yeah. And then once it's gone, it was just like, ah. Oh. I know. Like I didn't even think about no. him when Biden came in. And then I, it, this has just popped up, and I'm like, you're really just wanting to be back. In he it really. All. He just he's an attention seeker. Um, and it's weird because I haven't really seen that much of Biden. And I was thinking about that the other day. Because he's doing amazing things. Yeah, and I'm like, actually, that's normal. You don't get to see the president every single day saying something crazy on TV. Yeah, definitely. And and basically these social media platforms are basically saying, you know, Trump, you know, calm down. Um, we're allowed to kind of remove posts and and that we see as um, obscene and violent yeah. and things like that. Well, so, I think they did it after they after his crew stormed uh, Parliament House. I mean, that's really, really bad. Yeah. I mean... Because, again, I don't really mind if someone says something borderline offensive, right? If, if that's your interpretation, if you're offended by that, but it's mm. all a bit of a grey area. But if you're actually inciting people to go and storm the mm. capital city... Uh, and cause Horrible. violence against other people, then you should be removed from those platforms. If, he, Definitely. if it wasn't Donald Trump, if it was some extremist. I think he should have been arrested, to be honest. I know. Well, I don't know what happened with the... Because he was actually under indictment, wasn't he? Yes. I don't, I don't know what but, happened. Um, no, the indictment, so they couldn't um, prove enough and they yeah. didn't have enough evidence, so he got let off. But, no, cause you know, really, he's got a lot of pockets probably out there. So He's really just clutching at straws and trying to be back in a limelight, I think. I, I mean, he says he still wants to, he wants to run again. Um, and I think that was the main reason for the indictment because that made him not be eligible to run ever again. I haven't really heard much of any of Trump supporters either since he since he went out of office. If they're trying yeah, to still fight it, yeah, they've kind of disappeared a little bit, and they're they really kind of have. like maybe they're realizing Biden's actually doing some great work, you mm. know, with cl- um, global warming because he actually yeah. believes in it, like not like yeah. Trump, <laughs> yeah. um, and he's yeah. making some great relationships with other countries' uh, leaders as well. Yeah. So it's the great. thing about it, I don't get about the global warming people, the de- the people that deny it. It's like, well, if you're wrong, mm. the whole world's going to be over. <laughs> well, Matt, I went on a date recently with yeah. someone who um, thought that... climate denial? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I went on the date and as soon as he was talking, I was like already checked out. And then he yeah. said to me just face to face, so you want to see me again? What would you rank me on this date? What would you rank me? Yeah. Oh, my God. And I was just like, I didn't know what to do. I was put on the spot and I just had to be like, uh. And then he was like, can I have your number? I'm like, oh, look, I'm really funny about privacy. Let's just talk through Bumble. And then I just unmatched him straight when I got home. Jeez, it sounds like a lead of a horror I know, movie. So str- stay away from those global warming yeah. deniers. They sound a bit scary to me, Laura. Yeah, they are. Oh, my God, oh, my God, this feeling's just begun.